0: Hosted by Emmy-winning comedian and writer Jeff Cesario, interviewing guests from comedy, entertainment, and sports, plus legendary sportscaster Chet Waterhouse. Don't worry, this shouldn't take longer than your average trip to Costco. And now, not not
1: great voice, not
0: great audio. Jeff Cesario (laughs) sounds underwater. Yeah, that's a key for us is not great audio. You yeah. <laughs> don't have to worry about that. Uh, we, we've, uh, ironically, I'm from Kenosha, Wisconsin, where they built the American Motors gremlin. Cause we've had a few this morning. We've had a few gremlins yes. all the way around. Uh, I had trouble getting into the room here. Uh, Gary was sleeping and then his computer crashed and Bill, yep. uh, you have a, uh, walked right over the theme song, which was, <laughs> which was top shelf <laughs> and B uh, you've had a cable guy there most of the morning ladies and gentlemen my guest on play with pain today the incredible writer author comedian uh he was uh Eric Bienemy to David Letterman's Andy Reid Bill Sheft. Bill <laughs> the cable guy was there already this morning <laughs> yeah I uh
1: I upgraded and uh here's Here's all you need to know about me. Uh, there's two things I don't like. Uh, I don't like change, and I don't like the way things are. So here comes, here comes the cable guy. A bit of a upgrade. conundrum. Yeah. He.
0: he uh, uh, oh, that would be a good sponsor. I have a, a my. Hang on, check Don't we have a? Yeah, uh, conundrums. The drum set no one can figure out. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> That's
1: it. There we go. Uh yeah. So he comes in, he breaks out the uh the new gear and it's uh it's smaller and there's no clock. So, you know oh, yeah. I'm, I'm gone. This is you know, pardon me while I go out the window.
0: Yeah, the the entire your entire life is now just a series of MacGruber sketches.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> Whatever you touch
1: is going to blow up in ten seconds. And that's right. And, and, and I have uh, yeah. So it's uh, so now I'm just uh, I, I got to figure it out. I got to you know I got yeah. got to you know dig a pit in the middle of my living room and put a stick and
0: yeah you know,
1: different exposure. Right. Yeah.
0: You're going to have to go to the building superintendent and say. Can we jog this thing about 45 degrees to the right? The whole building. That's right.
1: That's the old days of the old days of direct TV where you would be knocked on your neighbor's door. I noticed you had Southwest exposure. I just popped by for a cup of
0: Southwest exposure. That's it. Exactly. All right, folks. We're gonna talk some sports, we're gonna talk some comedy. Uh, we're even gonna talk magic mind, maybe for the last time. I got a spot I had a sponsor here for a little bit. Uh Magic Mind, uh, like energy booster, you know, those little energy booster things like five-hour energy, but you know, you drink that after about eight months, you've completely rusted your carburetor out, wherever your carburetor is in your body. So you don't want to take that stuff. You want to take magic mind, it's all natural, uh all organic, no caffeine, but still it gives me a nice mellow slide. Now the reason. We may be losing our sponsor. Is uh, is is a comment on the reach of this podcast? No one has purchased Magic Mind with my special code PWP, which stands for Play with Pain. PWP twenty, no. PWP twenty is the code. And uh, so this is the last stitch, folks. If well, you're that, listening, that should change very soon. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning you may venture yeah. online. Right. <laughs> And buy a box of Magic Mind. Yeah, but I'm telling you, go to MagicMind.co. MagicMind.co. Use the promo code PWP20 and buy it. Last ditch, folks. Last chance. Last chance to get like forty percent off your first offer. Uh, but it's worth it. It's it's it's. You don't get a crash off it. It's a nice buzz. It's right. a nice buzz. You feel like you're in a deli all day just talking to friends. How bad is that? It's not bad at all. <laughs> all right. So uh, before we get started, Chat, do you have an update? Do I have an update? Does Aaron Rodgers have a shaman he met at a hot yoga class? Of course I have an update. Time for the Waterhouse Update, sponsored by Namaste to Go. Meditate fast at Namaste to Go. NFL, the Packers were as listless as Morrissey with no gigs on the calendar. They're behind the Lions in the standings for the first time since the non smoking section on an airplane started at row 23. The (laughs) Bengals, like Elon Musk on a cold brew with no working security badge, they just keep coming at you. And New England beat the Jets 10 3 in a game as compelling as Sunday Brunch at Olive Garden. That wrap up sponsored by Brochure. Brochures by guys. Four guys, that's brochure college football Tennessee came down to earth uh, like your first hobby store rocket, Michigan had to slither past Illinois like a ref working a sumo match, Buffalo won in Detroit and which is the most synergy the Rust belt has seen in 50 years that wrap up sponsored by the Red Herring, a great place for seafood, or is it World Cup starts in a week. FIFA, more corruption than a Michael Mann plot. To honor the holiday season, the good folks of Qatar have decorated their oil rigs with blinking light. Oh, wait, no, those are military choppers. They prohibited <laughs> beer at all venues. No beer at any of the venues. So let's see how popular the world sport is with a 0-0 match, stone cold sober. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1902, <laughs> the place Paris, France, Gio Lefebvre, and Henri de Grange created the Tour de France bicycle race, ironically, on the 50th anniversary of the invention of the syringe. This Waterhouse Update sponsored by Handelabra, the world's fanciest doorknob. <laughs> now back to Jeff and the incredible Bill Chef. Thank you, Chet. Thank you. I think we uh I it's think we warmed up Bill. A great
1: place for seafood or is it? Oh my god.
0: Those are so much thing.
1: fun to write. We did a thing on the uh uh at the Letterman Show. I think Steve Young wrote it about about uh, the the uh the physics impossibility of red lobster's unlimited shrimp for a limited time. <laughs> Not possible. <laughs> In the world of
0: physics. Yeah, that's an absolute catch-22 loop. Yeah. yeah. There's no, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine this, the shrimp supply guy. Yeah. Who pulls up the truck and goes, what? You? I can't keep, but it's right, done right, Monday. Yeah. It's done yeah. Monday, you're telling me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. and then he's got to go into the boss and the boss says,
0: what does this sign say? Says unlimited. <laughs> so, yeah. so we're just crunching some poor middle management yeah. guy. Yeah. And by guy, I mean 20 year old. Right. <laughs> trying to work his way through UCLA. Uh, hey, speaking of Letterman, how were the holidays at the Letterman show? Was it, was it amped up stress? Was it less stress? I would have been a mess trying to host a show, let alone trying to work on a show. At a time when you're thinking, shouldn't we be off? Can I get to my friends? But and yet, those were always insane shows, insanely funny shows.
1: Well, well we had a very humane schedule in, in late uh, December, um, so that was so you just sort of geared towards that. But we worked every Thanksgiving, which of course was a godsend. And an excuse I still use with my relatives, even though the show has been <laughs> off the air for seven years. It was so great to and and we were right on Broadway until they, they moved the Macy's parade. It used to go literally right past oh buildings. So it was you know, that was um that was I had no problem with that with it. But but yeah, it was there was a little more. I think it was you were just sort of trying to get to that dark week and some, most times we got two weeks because it was Christmas and, and, uh, and new year's depending on, you know, there would always be a debate among the staff. What is the best day for Christmas to land on? And we all agreed it was, it was Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday. The New Year, because then it's like, all right, we're not going to have you come in for, uh, for two days. But the <laughs> thing about Thanksgiving at, at, at uh, at the at the Letterman show was there were there were three jokes versions of which Dave used to do every year which the first one was how can I describe Thanksgiving at my house it's like Fallujah with pie <laughs> I mean it was and it was, depending on where the, the hot spot in the world was he <laughs> would shift at. the reference. and then, and then yeah. uh, you know are you are you like <laughs> me you look around the table and think was I switched at birth I mean, that, so I used to love that. And right. then a, a joke that I gave him early on, which he loved to do every year, which was uh, that turkey has uh, tryptophan, which makes you sleepy. So what I do is just before I put the bird in the oven, I I take the stuffing and add just a tablespoon of crack, and that you know that's, <laughs> it evens it out. So, sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, have, that's a that's a balanced meal. Yes. It, oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. But uh, no, so I, uh, yeah, I absolutely still use uh, that, that excuse because God, you know, they don't watch the show. They don't, you know, you know, (laughs) (laughs) That's,
0: that's a super impressive excuse for Thanksgiving, especially and for Thanksgiving travel. That's great. Yeah. And just to get, yeah, to get uh, out
1: of New York, uh, it's, Oh, it's just, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's the fall of Saigon. You're just hanging off a a rope ladder. Yeah, it aspires to the fall of Saigon. (laughs) Now, meanwhile, I'm a little worried. My Twitter account just got a blank check to Elon Musk. I don't know what is going on. I wanted the blue check. It's the blank check. I don't know. I think
0: I should be worried. Yeah, these guys get a tremendous amount of money. And they have been in a position of either power or just the front man of a company. That's what Trump, and quite frankly, now I'm seeing Musk, that's what they do well. I'll give them that. That like Trump's the guy who walks in and he goes, All right, we want to build a golf course right on the coast of Scotland here. Who's got a problem? You guys with your farmland, we'll just buy it. We'll buy yeah. it at t- twice the value. How many holdouts? Two holdouts, three times the value for you. Okay, great. You're still holding out. Break yeah. his legs. Right. And he takes right. this plate of complete crap, but they got the golf course. He says, I got the golf course. Let the lawyers figure it out. And he's right. on to the next thing. You need yeah. a guy like that in a corporation. Right. Tru- you do yeah. not need them You know, running for office because they're the guy who shows up at the comedy club with his 12 employees gets drunk, heckles you, and then says, you wouldn't have had an act if it wasn't for me. Yeah, right. They're exactly that guy. He's also the guy
1: that uh, uh, gets, um, he's the comic that gets hired uh, to perform uh, like at a banquet and refuses to go on until all the tables are cleared. (laughs) And but you got to go on and then it refused to go on and then ends up getting not going on and getting paid. He's that guy you know I never had yeah I could never yeah I was always
0: yeah yeah they they there's there's an innate knowledge there's an affinity. We have an affinity for trying to make something funny out of words or interesting out of words. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson and Caleb Williams have an affinity for playing quarterback. That doesn't mean they don't work hard or we don't – everybody. But I believe there is an affinity that isn't just these positives. It's an affinity like that. They know how to game the system. It comes naturally to them. There's something about people like that right? And can just- see – the, the, the you know, who can scan it and see the weak spots and just go for them. It's yeah, weird. And,
1: and just because we understand that, that doesn't help us. You know, no. Bill Maher used no. to do a bit about how he hated Don King. And then he was on a panel with him and he walked into the green room and Don King said, Bill Ma, you're a national treasure. I named all my children Bill Mott and Bill said, like, you know, Don King is not such a bad." Dude. And I had the exact I had the exact same experience with Trump. You know, I I never liked him. Dave had him on the show cuz he loved him because as he said back then, he could take a punch. You could ask him about anything. He was, you know, he had he was fearless about right. that. So, uh he comes on the show, you know, he does his two segments. And uh, cut to commercial. The band's playing. They don't come and get him. And I see him start to sort of make for Dave at the desk where he's going to have a conversation with him, which you just don't do. No. So I jump up. I run across. I shake his hand. And I say what you say to every golfer. I say to him, how are you hitting him? <laughs> Fantastic, he says. Fantastic. I'm a two. <laughs> now, as you know, If you're a two, you don't tell anybody you're a two. (laughs) No, That cuts into your profit margin. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you tell them you're a 10. Yeah. So that's it. And then they come and get him and they take him off. Now, six months later, back on the show, does the segments, cut to commercial. They don't come and get him. Again, he jumps up and he's going to have a conversation. with. Again, I come flying over. I get in the middle of him. He sees me puts his arm around me and says to Dave, gets Dave's attention, says, you see this guy? Terrific golfer, which I am not. But then I thought, (laughs) you know, Donald Trump is not bad
0: That is the key. There's something about their ability to massage human beings. I remember I was uh, writing on uh, the Marriage Ref, which was Seinfeld's uh, show, which was a tremendous amount of fun. A a a crazy rocket ship, but a tremendous amount of fun. And one of the panels was Donald Trump and two other people. And the celebrities are supposed to comment on real people's marriage difficulties with Tom Papa hosting. It was right. a really great overall concept. But the celebrities on the panel were generally high-maintenance because what do we say? How do we do this? Do I have anything written? No, you're just supposed to try to think, okay, we can write things for you. So, you know, it's one of those scrambles. We'll give you 20 things. I need more. We'll give you 40 things. you know, trying to keep them comfortable. And I remember uh, I had to go up to Trump who was sitting backstage just in All I remember was there were like those, you know, those wardrobe cart things where they hang like seventy things. He's framed by two of those. He's just sitting in a stool. Yeah, I go, uh, um, Donald. Do you need anything for the show? He goes, uh, "Here's all I need. Uh, I don't talk till Tom talks to me. Correct, (laughs) correct. Good, I'm good." Wow! Totally I'm done. I'm good, and I went. Yeah. Oh, thank God. You know, Donald yeah. Trump's a pretty good guest.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, I was. Uh, I worked uh, three or four years on the ESPYS, and uh, and we. I think we worked together on the one on that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and and I was uh, uh, I was the head writer at one point, and of course, that day, the morning of the show, when it's the assault of the publicists. When they descend and you're dealing with them, and and, and I and you know the way, you know you have worked a million award shows and you pair the guests. They have no, it they're not they shouldn't be paired. And the intro is always he's the star of NYPD Blue and she got a traffic ticket. Money. You know it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> So uh, the pairing is it's Leontin Price and <laughs> it's 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 Rebecca Romaine Stamos and, and Christian Slater. So you know the op- the the open exchange is hi, I'm Rebecca Romaine Stamos and I'm Christian Slater Stamos. Okay, and then they go into whatever right. they, whatever the right. so uh, uh, a guy comes up to me and he says hi, I'm Christian's people. One guy and I say to him, yeah, he said, he's, he's not going to say this line. I said, why not? Because that's not his name. I said, yeah, but that's what's (laughs) funny about. Well, he refuses to say. Now, meanwhile, Christian Slater is, I'm telling you, he's 10 feet away and I, I know him. We've, we've met and I say, well, can I just, let me just talk to him. I forbid you for talk from talking to him. So, you know, life is short, I say to the guy, okay, I said, I'm not going to, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk over to the teleprompter, and I'm going to make the change physically in the teleprompter now. I'm not going to even make it in the script. So it's over. Thank you. Good night. Christian Slater, not aware of the conversation at all, comes out that night. Hi, I'm Rebecca Romaine Stamos, and I'm Christian Slater Stamos. Huge laugh, it's on every best of the SBC.
0: <laughs> 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 Does the guy come come back to you to give you a hard time? <clears throat> That's a true no. publicist. Even when a joke kills, they don't it doesn't matter. I did the exact same scenario. I'm working backstage at the Guy's Choice Awards. We got three <laughs> hey, presenters man. doing the same presentation. Jason Bateman, Jason Sudeikis, This is prior to Ted Lasso, you know, eight, ten years ago. And Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Right. They had just done the Terrible Bosses movie together. Right. So they're coming up. And that's the reason, folks, those people are there. They're promoting a movie or a project under the guise of presenting an award. That's the only reason they're there. So the three of them are there. Okay. They're presenting some trumped up award right? and, and we've written some patter form and the attack of the publicist comes in right. two hours before. Now they're late in the show. I've been there all day. My writer's assistant decided not to show up. I'm, I'm head writer on this thing. So okay. I'm scrambling all day. I've yeah. been there 12 hours. Their right. publicists descend, they get the script. They're like, uh, excuse me, uh, <laughs> the lines aren't split equally between the three guys. We need oh. them split equally between the three guys. Oh, my God. And I go, but the, there's no joke if the guy who starts the bit doesn't end the bit. The, he's the punchline of the. You can't explain jokes to publicists. They no. don't get it. So, and of course, I'm too burnt to have the instinct. I'm going to go find these three guys because they probably could give a crap.
1: Right. What they say
0: how it's split up. And so sure enough, I have to rewrite it. Then the guys come to me literally 30 seconds before they go out and they go, this doesn't make any sense. It's not, fu- you know, we got to get the, you know, how'd you do So now I'm taking gas because their publicist screwed oh my- with the copy. <laughs> and then I go, you know what? Go out and say whatever the hell you guys want to do. D- flip it up any way you want. I'll run it into prompter." But the exact same scenario, just so bizarre. The worst, and this
1: is a little bit of an opera, but the, the worst one of those and the best one of those I ever had was uh, it was the same year as Christian Slaves. And, and we we find out early in the meetings that and it's 1999. Uh, it's, no, it's 98. And, and that we find out that Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick are presenting and they they want to present to the Yankees because they're huge Yankee fans. Fine, great. And the Yankees won everything that year. So they're gonna be at the end of the show. And and it's fine. And and we keep getting this thing. They're huge Yankee fans. The inference being we need to prove how big a Yankee fan is. So I write this thing where they come out and, and um and and Matthew says, Sarah and I are huge Yankee fans. And then Sarah, Jessica Parker, goes, Oh, look, look, it's Louis Soho. And then Matthew Broderick says, uh, "No, that's 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 a seat filler." And she says, "Yeah, I know, Louis Soho. He's a seat filler." <laughs> okay, so that's that's the bit. Okay, so now it's the show. We're getting near the end of the show. Team of the year, the Yankees, and it's it's three hours at the Felt Forum. So the audience's they're they're liquored up, yeah. and and we're in the the green room. And it's me, uh, Sarah. Matthew, their publicist, Jeff Stilson, a buddy of yours, for a friend sure. of ours, and, and, and Carmen, Electra, of this kind of Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra pulled up to the buffet table because the dress doesn't have to fit anymore. You know, just eating because she's done. So the the publicist says, uh, "I'm not uh, clear on this joke." I said, "Well, it's it's a very inside joke, and it's just showing." how big Yankee fans they are. That's, that's all it is. And Matthew says to Sarah, come on, Sarah, we have to do it. Cause we're huge Yankee fans. I mean, like it's a bit, and <laughs> now they go out and ladies and gentlemen, and they come out and, and the, uh, the, the publicist says to me, if this joke doesn't work, I'm going to have you fired. Meanwhile, the show is over. I'm fired in 30 seconds. I go, okay, Carmen Electra. Right. So they uh so now as they come out and Matthew, Sarah, Sarah and I are huge Yankee fans. Oh, oh look, look, it's Louis Soho. No, no, that's not that's it's a seat filler. That's not yeah, I know. Louis Soho is a seat filler. Boom. <laughs> the whole felt form. <laughs> Boom. She steps out to the apron of the stage and says, Please, please stop booing. The writers made us do it. We're huge Yankee fans. Stilson is collapsed, weeping in the green room. The, the, the publicist turns to me and says, how do you think the joke went? I said, the audio is so bad in here. I didn't
0: even- <laughs> oh, that's priceless, man. Yeah. That is a great end. Ad- Those are great gigs. Um, they're they're horrible gigs. Yeah, but there's a mentality among the writing staff because usually you can get. It's like putting together a roster, and you've got a you've got a high cap. You can get you, me, Stilson. We've got a lot of experience on these talk shows. You can get in a couple of young guys get two or three of them for the price of one right so now you've got this wild staff and everybody's pitching and throwing plus almost universally you have producers who are the absolute epitome of what you think a hollywood producer would be right they run around screaming all rehearsal all show all week all month we need more of this we need more of that why didn't that happen why isn't this happening So it's, it is literally my favorite year, but you're in, you're in, you're in the movie and, and you find ways to sneak jokes. And I remember on that guy's choice awards, I wrote about three things for the VO guy that nobody really ever picked up on.
1: This is great. So we
0: had Robert De Niro. Yeah. Robert De Niro is presenting the big award of the night. And uh, the intro was, uh, let me get this right. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a man Larry King once referred to as Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. That's so great. Oh, that's so great. That's so. so You can can tuck jokes into these weird corners. Yes. That was the same show. And and to her credit, Beth McCarthy Miller was on that. Oh, yeah. Well, she she, she said, put it in. Uh, i right. I'll, I'll I'll make sure people no, the, know director the, <laughs> the director is never the problem the director is never it's never the problem we did another one that year that was the year spider man was going on Broadway and they had all those technological problems right, right 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 so the presenters were i can't remember who it was it was a celebrity and uh you know for the for the sake of argument let's say it was uh It was uh, Bob Saget at the time. So it's Bob Saget and from Spider-Man. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Bob Saget. And from Spider-Man and this from Spider-Man on Broadway. And this dummy just drops from the rafters. Oh, that's so (laughs) great. And then the guy doubles back and goes, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome (laughs) Bob Saget. Oh, that's great. (laughs) And Bob steps over the dummy to get to the podium. That's we had, so, we had, that's yeah. so great. Yeah, you can. Yeah, and, and then
1: of course when it's over, you've got that. We've well, got the Vietnam Vet thing happening during it. Yeah, and then you've got the Vietnam Vet thing happen happening
0: after. <laughs> Common. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're in a bar just shunned by everybody else drinking, but yeah, having right. fun amongst that group. Right. Yeah, there's a real siege of Bastogne mentality on those gigs, knowing that. You know, the odds are very good that no reinforcements are coming. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You're just sitting there. All right, let's talk a little sports. What the hell, we're here. Uh, Gary, let me check with you. First of all, let's check with Gary. Gary, I know know that when I called you to remind you that we were doing the podcast, you were out on a ledge uh, because you're a Chargers fan and you live half your life during football season out on a ledge ready to jump. Uh, are you okay? I was at SoFi. Oh, I, my God. I watched oh, that shit oh. from the nosebleeds. And oh I was God. with five people who are not Chargers fans who did not understand why with five minutes left, I kept saying, let's go. Let's beat the traffic. And Chris locks <laughs> said, no, we got to see what happens. And he would not listen to me when I said, I've seen this movie before. And we were sitting in traffic at the forum until about 11 p.m. So you're miserable and in traffic. Correct. I got Whereas home. I got home five minutes before we started. This.
1: Oh my god! Well, wow. the, the former one of the former head writers of the Letterman Show, Eric Stengel, crazy lifetime Charger fan,
0: and, and a fantastic follow on always, Twitter. By the
1: way, a fantastic yeah, and, follow and, for any Charger fan. Yeah, and yeah. I will for any always uh, text him like right after the Kansas City touchdown. Uh, hey, you fixed it, and then right after it, did you get my text? You know, <laughs> I'm always I'm always like five minutes too late on congratulating that, that yeah. they
0: fixed it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought of you, buddy, but it, I don't know a team that has that consistent branding as, as the Chargers. It is, when I think of the Chargers, I think of last second losses. It's weird. Because they've had unbelievable athletes and great teams over the years, but that's what I think of. So uh, I'm glad you're. Uh, I'm glad you're still with us. Yeah, it was uh, another one of our patented come from ahead losses. Right. <laughs> that's a- hey guys, that one's sponsored by Synagogues. Everything looks more Jewish with Synagogues, including you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so here's what we got cruising this, uh, this, uh, this weekend: college football. Let's talk a little college. football, Gary, if you've got a heart out, let me know. Nope. Uh, we're good. Take we're, your time. Okay. Uh, you know, I went to Wisconsin, love the big 10. Uh, you got to have tremendous respect for the sec, unbelievable football down there, probably the best in the country. All things considered. I've lived in California nearly 40 years. Love the pac 12, uh, But, Bill, college football is a little different in the Northeast. I mean, your results, as you know, like, you know, Bama's beating Old Miss and Ohio State's beating Wisconsin. You're getting like Colgate beat Canisius 2-0 when the Golden Griffins had to leave early for their MCATs. I mean, it's a different beast out East.
1: Yeah. Well, when I was, uh, uh, and you and I are both former sports writers, when I was a sports writer at the Albany Times Union, and, what can I say about Albany? It's not some of God's best work. I would cover like <laughs> RPI Union. It was the only the Rensselaer Polytech. Well, well, there was no line. There was no betting line. <laughs> they, they just couldn't. That's but meanwhile, a... <laughs> let's let's move back to the Big Ten. The Big Ten—they're no longer conferences. They're streaming services. Is what <laughs> they are because yeah. Because do I have this right? Like. Michigan and Ohio State will still play each other every year, and the other teams get like the Disney Plus bundle.
0: And yeah, it,
1: yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. And UCLA, right,
0: is going to the Big Ten. Yeah, UCLA and USC are coming to the right. Big Ten. I right. think in and, three and, years we'll have a and, matchup like Hawaii versus Purdue.
1: Right, and uh, Ukraine you know. is going to the Pac-10. <laughs> that's right. That's the. That's right. That's yeah. The that,
0: uh, be Pac-12, lucky I called yeah. it the
1: Pac-10 and not the Pac-8. Sure. The, the, the Pac-8. Yeah. The Western Conference. The last time I was on with you, I referred to them as Oakland. I referred to the Raiders as Oakland. And that's sure. just me saying, go ahead. Get the manager. Oakland Raiders.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I I, am still calling them San Diego Chargers and will because that's their brand. They might live in Los Angeles but their brand is San Diego we lose in the last 2 minutes Chargers. Right. So I'm keeping the brand. Uh yeah, the expansion is a little crazy. It may uh, uh tip over a lot of these trophy games. So this weekend that it's weird to me that Michigan and Ohio State don't play for a trophy. I I you know, it should be maybe a maybe a bronze Woody Hayes Right. Clock, clocking that right. Clemson player <laughs> Charlie, in the throat. Charlie Bauman, yeah. Charlie yeah. Bauman. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only other guy who remembers that name. I love that. Charlie <laughs> Bauman. But yeah. a bronze of Woody just clocking the guy would be Yeah, the they got
1: to play for – yeah, that's like the one thing they haven't changed. And, and you know, it um, – you know, look, I sound like an old guy. I am an old guy. You know, I room with a guy in college from Nebraska, and he would say to me, he would say, look, uh, you know, Oklahoma – that's a big. That's a. That's the biggest game in terms of the rankings. He said. But every year, the game at Nebraska that you had to win was Missouri because they oh, were your sure. rival. That was right. your. You know, that was the game you had to win, and all of that is is gone. All of that yeah. is gone. You know, when I you know, the notion of the uh, at Le- the ACC and and uh, growing up and remembering my fond summers on the
0: beaches of Pittsburgh.
1: I mean, you know, it doesn't, you know, <laughs> yeah.
0: doesn't make any sense. I know. Yeah. It's uh it's going to be wild and I think what will begin to break it up the economics has built this because of the television deals and capitalism and economics will deconstruct it at some point. I think the college conferences are exploding right now, but they're about twenty years behind the rest of the economy, which right. is now fragmenting. Right? How many times does somebody come up to you and go, uh, "Have you guys uh, been watching The Burning Kitchen?" And you go, "I don't no. right. know what is it. Oh, it's been on for like three years. It's on, you know, uh, Bumble. Where's right. Bumble? Right. Well, you got to get a. You got to go to Bill Chef's apartment. Get up on the right. roof. Right? I mean, it's right. like it's like if you can get three hundred thousand people watching anything, you're gold. You're right. gold right now on the streaming right. services. Right. And, and when we were growing up, conferences least- are trying to get everybody bigger right. and bigger. And you go know, at some point somebody's gonna go, oh, if we just do 10 teams built around Illinois, well maybe we'll be able to sell more and make more on, you know, it's gonna be crazy. I, I think you know- it'll happen. I think you'll see some fragmenting. Yeah, you and I uh, grew up in the era of 300,000
1: viewers being known as hash marks. They were called <laughs> right. hash marks, yeah. <laughs> right. When, when Thick of the Night was on- Yeah, that's had still like, zero. It had like less than a million viewers, yeah. and, and, and it was hash marks. It was like the infinity ERA. Yeah. It Even was, It was a number yeah. that didn't really exist.
0: Even the analytical guys, the statisticians went- Nah, that's zero. (laughs) That's still zero. It didn't matter. When When you're getting kicked off the air for getting 16 million viewers, that wasn't enough. And the network doesn't pick you up. You had to hit 20 to even survive against Mary Tyler Moore and the Bob Newhart show or Seinfeld or, you know, King of Queens or any of those, you know, to survive in those environments, you had to pull 20 million.
1: Well, well, you bring up this point because Dancing with the Stars is no longer on ABC. And I know this because my uh my niece told Dancing me Dancing with the Stars, incidentally, the
0: make me laugh of the right. time.
1: <laughs> but it's no longer on ABC. It's it it's on it's on it's on it's on Disney plus plus. and I'm thinking, wow, what, what happened? did the Italian guy say something anti-semitic? Is that what happened that it's not on network TV? How is this show? it is so sort of universal and a uh, uh, loved and followed no, not good enough, not enough eyeballs
0: yeah that that is bizarre all right uh so so who who are you picking Michigan Ohio State I don't think uh I don't think Michigan has what they need at quarterback. No. manage the game extremely well in dire uh, weather conditions against a pretty good Illinois team that's built for exactly that kind of weather. But, you know, you go whatever, 150 miles south, and, you know, C.J. Stroud's throwing bombs. I mean, he's got 300 yards in, like, the first half. It's but crazy. this
1: is yeah but this is like this is like the you know the again in our youth the the 19 straight years that the national league won the all-star game yeah and you know i i, I don't know this to me it's been such a weird year that this might be the year that a, a lesser michigan team beats ohio state but you know really no matter what happens <laughs> you know alabama is going to like show up at the semifinals like the China club in the mid eighties saying, no, just check again. No, we're on, we're on yeah, the list.
0: We're on no. the list. We're on, yeah. Check again. You're going to, and as they're, as they're being pushed away yeah. by bouncers, you're going to regret this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they're probably right. <laughs> yes. Somebody may get blown out in that final. Uh, let's just hope it's not, um, a big 10 team but it might very well be hey guys that's sponsored by blah 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 the app that listens to the boring part of your conversations for you and dick tuckers women's clothes for men that's dick Tucker. <laughs> 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 all right nfl let's talk nfl because you're in new york you've experienced the entire roller coaster of rooting for new york teams every twist every turn possible over your lifetime you've seen it uh you've been there for it and now you've got a, a somewhat unique one but i imagine something you probably have predicted emotionally which is this the giants and jets get off to an incredible start and now both struggling uh you know they're 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 starting to slip as i like to say like the Delivery guy from Empire Szechuan on a stoop full of hail. The starting
1: <laughs> slip. That's 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 Empire Szechuan. <laughs> Ask for it by name. Don't go try state Szechuan. You want no. Empire Szechuan. You'll be disappointed. You've well, tried the rest, now try well, the rest. I am I am a um a lifelong uh uh Patriots fan and and uh, they had uh an interesting Win against the uh, the Jets, and we brought up. Uh, I mentioned Alabama, and let me just say this about Mac Jones. I've seen better footwork in the second half of Boston Strong. I, <laughs> honest to God, that here's I don't I don't understand, and 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 I don't necessarily think he is the problem. But how do you decide that that a guy that literally played one year as a starting quarterback in college, one season? How can right. you decide, oh, well, he's he's a franchise quarterback. One year at Alabama, by the way, where every drive starts at the 39. I mean, <laughs> so, of course, he's not used to this. And I don't, you know, and he doesn't have, uh, you know, he doesn't have a lot of weapons. But, you know, they're, um, uh, I mean, I think they have a tough road to hold. Now, the Jets, uh, I I like their coach. I like. I think that they they do a lot of things. I think that if, yeah, they do a lot of
0: things well, and they're gonna, This if, is a great stepping stone. I think if
1: they sneak, I think if they sneak into the playoffs, and if they start Joe Flacco, I think it's yeah. going to be. I think it's going to be tough because, as you and I know, there's not there's not a lot of film in the last ten years on Joe Flacco. You have any? Let's put it this way: if that's, you're scouting, that's what I'm you just, say to the guys. <laughs> Whatever the guys that I watch the Patriots with for the last 26 years, every time that they're, you know, that a guy's beating, I, I just say, Well, we're going to have film on him now. Like that <laughs> changes everything. We're going to have film on him. <laughs> now, meanwhile, you about- lost 67 to three. Yeah. But yeah. we got film on him. <laughs> meanwhile, how about the game last week between the, the Bills and the Vikings? And did you ever yeah. think that you would see the M-pipe high offense? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. With the game on the line. I went, this is the single, the only thing they didn't do was rotate it. Yeah. <laughs> like in a weird, like, you know how sometimes they line up in the I and then it yeah. rotates to the T, just the yeah. guys yeah. rotate. Right. Yeah, but that yeah. was, yeah, that was all I kept thinking
1: of was let's, okay, let's cut. Let's get some mud on the field and let's, let's redo
0: it. Take two. (laughs) Take two. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Flacco. uh, uh, They're going to be watching a film room and they're going to go, why is it grainy? Why is this (laughs) film all grainy?
1: (laughs) Game manager.
0: Yeah, Game who's vanity. Keith Jackson? I don't get what we're listening to. <laughs> the Delaware Blue Hens. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why are their chin straps dangling? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It seems to be optional, their mouthpiece. They just. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to the Packers, which is the soap opera of uh, the NFL right now. It, are we at a point where... Uh, uh, should they pull an art model? Should the town, which is small enough, just pack up and leave in the middle of the night <laughs> and, and leave the team there? It's, I don't know what's going on there. I've been a Packer fan my whole life. I can't, you know, ID this, except it's, it's sort of like, you know, it's like dating an actress and you've got to that after the three days of craziness and incredible hot lovemaking it's over and you just go, Oh my God, it's this is, I can, she doesn't want to be with me. I don't want to be with her. The whole, this is a, this is a tire fire. Let's get out. Well, I it, have it, it, two, two, th- first of
1: all, I, I feel like Aaron Rogers is, is playing as if he's entitled to performance vo- bonuses from fantasy owners because the stats really aren't that bad. Right. But the results, yeah. they, they just, the results are just, they just couldn't be worse. And, and you've reminded me when you're talking about the stockholders, and this is right, dovetails nicely backwards into what we were talking about before. Uh, years ago, if you remember, uh, um, ESP, uh, uh Monday night football is going to start at 830 and ESPN is going to do an, a half hour pregame show called Monday night blast. And it's going to be funny, and they get a bunch of comedy. They get a bunch of comedy writers in for the first meeting, and sandwiches, which is really all it takes. And <laughs> and they figure and, and and they say to us, "Okay, this is going to be wild. It's just going to be really funny. It's going to be like nothing that's on TV so far." We've come up with one comedy idea, the top ten. So that's you know that's my introduction, <laughs> into, and. So, and there's a couple of suits. So I, I pitched this idea for oh, a cold God. open and it's, it's, it's the Packers. It's a meeting of the Packers stockholders. It's a meeting. It's a smoke filled room. All of a sudden, uh, the door kicks open. It's Michael Douglas and he tells everybody that their stock is worthless. And one of the suits says to me, you mean like the guy in Wall Street? And I said, yeah. Cause if he shows up from the guy from Fatal Attraction, <laughs> it's not going to be funny. It's just going to be stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. They, uh... they
1: want credit
0: for getting it. Yeah, yeah. The it, the death knell. You know it in any uh, room outside of a late night room. Yeah, any other television project for prime time, daytime sports, anything, politics, anything. When you walk into a meeting and they say, uh the reason we hired you guys is because we want it to have the zip of late night. Yeah. You just go, check please. I'm yeah. out. because <laughs> the second you write something that's good enough for late night, yeah. they go, We can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. Run we at seven One- thirty.
1: Yeah. What do you think is
0: going on here?
1: Well, I don't know, and neither do you. Yeah, but who hired uh, us? Yeah, but but the but but back to the the, the Packers that division. I would say the teams of the it's the most different uh, set of offenses of any division. So I, I just think yeah. it's I think it's a little tough to game plan because you know God knows that's you know that's an issue. <laughs>
0: Yeah, game yeah. planning, Are you, yeah. yeah. What Are you We're guys to write something down? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has the demeanor Aaron Rodgers right now, of quite frankly, let's tie it all the way back in, of a host of one of these kinds of specials we've been talking about. Oh, whether yeah, it's the ESPYs, who has who has lost it, gone too far, and is just now burning ego fuel. Guys, what's going on here? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's not working. Oh, Walks over behind the scene. You know, he's got that energy, and that's not good energy. <laughs> yeah.
1: And again, now you've reminded me of uh, 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 Rob Burnett goes to oh, the former Robert, executive producer great. of The Letterman Show. And he goes when 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 Craig Kilborn was hosting The Late Late Show. He goes to some award show like the people's choice awards or the TV guide awards that Craig is hosting. And he comes out and he, and and Rob says to me, I've never seen anything like it because he comes out and every joke bombs every it's nothing joke after joke. And he says, and I'm looking at this guy and he's just got a giant smile on his face as every joke bombs, and it's the smile of a guy who, inside the brain, is thinking, "They're going to sweeten this. I'm going to keep smiling, and it's going to look like I'm killing. They're going to sweeten, and it's and and that's wow. you know I think that Aaron is you know yeah. Yeah thinking and that. Yeah. Tim McCarver <laughs> once said at the end of of uh, I said what was it like to play with Musial at the end of his career? He said, "Well, he was the kind of guy that after the game, you know, he'd come in the clubhouse and there'd be like a broad and a harmonica in his locker." You know, so <laughs>
0: it was that was <laughs> in his it's locker. Over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to paraphrase, uh, they're they're executing uh I believe it's a Ralph Waldo Emerson. Am I wrong? The guy, the, the great quote, which is is leave leave yesterday as yesterday, start today as fresh. What I can't remember which poet wrote that, but at any event, yeah, those guys had a great. All right, that one's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me get liquored up, and we'll start again tomorrow.
1: <laughs> we'll start yeah, I, you tomorrow. know, I was at I covered this is a billion years ago, and I covered there used to be like a legit level tennis tournament outside of Boston at Longwood Cricket Club, which is grass courts. And it was, um, and, and, and I was covering it when I was in college and, and, uh, and Ken Rosewall loses his opening match. And, and uh, some reporter asked him afterwards, is this devastating for you? You walk, are you lost to a guy that's ranked like 200 and Rosewall said, look, I shouldn't even be here. I got to go back to my camp, you know, <laughs> where I, Okay, all right, I, maybe I won't ask the question.
0: <laughs> hey guys, that uh, great yeah. anecdote sponsored by Corn Hell, the only corn hole game with a twenty foot drop into a fire pit, and of course, Sticky Buns, the breakfast joint with funny waitresses. That's, oh, that's Sticky true. Buns, oh, that's and true. mulch appreciated the grateful landscapers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we we've we've killed an hour here just spitballing right, uh, yeah. back and forth uh we're almost done let's throw out the world cup just because um it's in qatar hey i knew a kid from university of Q- mohamar rafsanjani from the university of qatar <laughs> uh transferred to uh oddly enough wyoming great kicker good bad weather kicker you wouldn't yeah. think Coming out. Brought to you by Qatar
1: Cat. <laughs> a candy bar with no human rights violations.
0: <laughs> and and Nugentix, the wiener pills directly from Ted Nugent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what do you got, World Cup? I mean, is it a good idea at the holidays? Is anyone in New York? I know people follow soccer, the world game, but you know, when do we draw a line or do we ever draw a line? Almost 7,000 workers lost their lives building these ridiculous stadiums in a stupid, uh, pinhead tiny country that just wanted it and paid a gazillion dollars in oil cash to right. probably the most corrupt, uh, you know, uh, administrative camp in all of sports in FIFA, uh, or as I like to call them, FIFA. Yeah. The Drum and <laughs> FIFA Corps. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. So do we ever go, you know, and I know Americans especially want this to work. It's at the holidays. It's probably a good time to throw something on the TV and kill time and hopefully make soccer even bigger in this country. But come on, this is crazy what's going on over there. I can't believe teams are even playing. I got to be honest. Well, you know,
1: yeah, we're, we're never going to we're never gonna get used to this sort of um uh checkbook hostage taking of you know the yeah. sports loving world. We're never gonna get used to it. And it's gonna, you know, nobody the no, it's never gonna be nobody's ever gonna put their foot down yeah. until there's some tragedy like I don't even want to think about. But I also think about when the World Cup was here in the States, and I wanna say 2008 2010 yes, yeah. and and uh, uh uh you know dave letterman as a host should do would never specifically give his writers by name credit because right. that's not what we were there for so no. before the show we're putting together the monologue and he says why do you think soccer never caught on in this country i said because here in the united states it's it's child care that's what it is. So I'm just having a conversation. Right. So he goes out. He goes behind the desk and he says, you know, a lot of people ask, why didn't soccer ever catch on in the United States? Well, that's because in the United States, it's basically childcare. Ooh. Well, that's what Bill Sheff told me before the show. And for years, I got emails dear soccer hater <laughs> and but that's that's the thing it never it it has never and my nephew plays college soccer it's just a lovely game and it's a lovely sweet uh, it, it never it never rose above the the yoke of that it was child care it really yeah. hasn't and and that's why you know they started that women's league years ago and they did it perfectly they put two players from the US team on each, each franchise team. yeah they, they they it was all 3 to 5000 seat venues they didn't get grandiose and the thing was out of business in 2 years and it was yeah. because it it just never could overcome that notion of it's a place where you drop off your kids. Like somebody Barry Crimmins used to say about Nick's comedy club in Boston. It's when the parents have theater tickets. Oh my God, we didn't get a sitter. Let's drop the kids at Nick's. (laughs) It's the same thing.
0: It's exactly the same thing. Yeah, it is. Hey guys. And let me add this too. It's a completely unwatchable sport on television. (laughs) That's sponsored by J.C. Penney, dressing homicide detective for over 60 years. Back to you, Jeff. Uh, (laughs) uh, Our guest today, the incredible Bill Shaft. And, of course, uh, we both helped talk uh, uh, our producer, uh, uh, Gary Smith, off of uh, (laughs) another in a long line of ledges (laughs) as a Chargers fan. Uh, uh, Bill, follow him on Twitter, at Bill Shaft. Tell us... he writes incredible books. They're so funny. He's got a website for that. And they're listen to me seriously. I know a lot of people say this this time of year. They are tremendous gifts. Boom, you go. Your wow. your 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 in laws are going to love them. That the, you know for for the person you're thinking, oh God, what do I get them? Bam! And I'm thanks for order my, one of these books. Thanks
1: for reminding me. My my I have a uh, my first audio book. Tommy Dash was it? Everything I said. It's a 60 year old unapologetic comic trying to apologize his way back into show business. <laughs> and I name names. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> that is impressive. So uh, the website is, is it BillChef.com? BillSheft.com. Yeah. Go to BillSheft.com. It's S C H E F T. Bill Sheft. BillSheft.com. I'm telling you, tremendous books, tremendous. He's just one of the funniest guys on the planet. Bill, thanks for taking time out. Hey, Chet seems like he's at peace with everything. Man, you know, it doesn't make any uh, difference. Uh, You can fight him tooth and nail, or you can back off and go zen. What's the difference really in the end? A good meal and a good bed at, uh, you know, uh, one of those uh, places uh, out by the highway. Say a budget Budgetel, incidentally. Not a sponsor yet, but they're a good place. Good beds. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh follow uh follow me on twitter at real jeff Cesaria. my album what was i thinking uh streaming everywhere and uh if you listen to the SiriusXM xm uh comedy channels uh the bits pop up there too which you will be over the holidays uh trust me on those drives uh the ch- the uh play with pain mugs available at jeff com. that's another good holiday idea i uh, checked the website for potential dates I may be going out soon. I'm trying. Uh, thanks to Gary Smith, of course, for producing. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends we're having a blast here. As you can see, this is supposed to be 30 minutes. We've gone an hour plus uh, just because once you get into it, it's too fun. That's the whole idea. Uh, and a special thanks to MagicMind.co. Go to MagicMind.co. Last chance. Go ahead. to get 40% off of a really clean, great tasting, great burning energy booster. No caffeine. No crash, no nothing. It's really a good product. You should try it. If you're thinking about it, go to magicmind.co. Use the promo code PWP20. That's PWP20. And you get a giant chunk of change off your first order. And, uh, Chet, are you doing anything this weekend? I'll be in Buffalo, New York, calling the first round of the non-sled sledding championships (laughs) for the Up at 3 a.m. Network Last year's winner took a stolen church manger down the course in a record 49 seconds. Jesus was literally his co-pilot. Sponsored by (laughs) Exasperilla, the soda that tests your patience. This is Chet Waterhouse, reminding you to play with pain.